This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, Stony Creek, Ontario. Is it Stony Creek or is it Stony Creek, Jim? The pronunciation. <laughs> Definitely Stony Creek. We posted something on the Taz and Jim Facebook page last week, and it got a lot of comments from people. A heated debate yeah. as to whether or not it's Creek or Crick. I actually, on the weekend, had people yelling at me as I was walking down the street. It's Crick, Taz! I was like, okay, thank wow. you. Wow, yeah. We really kicked the hornet's nest here. I thought it was just an innocent meme. But I have heard both. I have heard people growing up saying Crick or Creek. Um, so I asked uh, you know, people on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, what do you say, Creek or Crick? Uh, John says, I say Creek. I don't think anyone says Crick except for those who call couches Chesterfield. <laughs> My mom calls them Chesterfields, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Ron says, Crick. I say Crick. Many hours spent as a kid in every season, swimming, fishing, winter skating. Andrea says, if you're from the country, it's a Crick. My husband says it, uh, it that way as he grew up on a farm. Me, I'm a city slicker, and I say Creek. And Peggy says, a city surveyor for the co- county asked an old timer what the creek was called for a road sign. And the old timer said, oh, that's a Crick. So the sign went up and said, Crick Creek. And then when they asked the old timer about the sign, he said, you have it backwards. It should be Creek Crick. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because it's like Stony Creek. And then the guy asked him, what, is it, what do you call that? What do you call that piece of uh, water? He said, it's a Crick. So they called it Crick Creek. And he's like, no, no, it should be Creek that's Crick. What the, that's what they named? I don't know if it's a joke or what it yeah, is. That's, uh, Peter says I'm Crick. Confused. Anyone it's... who says Creek is a wannabe and a snob from the city. <laughs> <laughs> These wannabes say they have they farmed one summer, spending one or two weeks with their quote uncles on a farm during their summer that's break. That's totally me. That's totally <laughs> me. I grew up. I, I had a farm. Uh, my family farm. This was when I was in my late teens. So I only was there for a couple of months, but I did help bale hay once with my stepdad. Oh yeah, you're in. You're one of these guys buying $1,100 grass-stained overalls. Taz. From Gucci. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I see. I grew up next to. And I will say Creek. I literally was on that Creek every day in the summer, and we say Creek, but it's... Is Crick a real word, is my question. For sure. I think, uh, in my opinion, Crick is a small creek. It goes Crick, Creek, River. Canal? <laughs> but Crick, Crick is like the small, like sometimes there's not even barely any water in you it. You could jump over it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a jumpable creek is yeah. a Crick. And then like a creek is a little bit... <laughs> I'm saying this based on... No science or anything. It's just what, in my head, it, it makes sense. I didn't even think Crick was a real word. I just thought it was the way that people in the country said Creek. Like how, like how like an I, accent or... I accidentally say uh, milk instead of milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a just a regional dialect sort of deal. I didn't know Crick was... Kind of like... Um, Kind of like how in the country, instead of saying you guys, a lot of people say use guys. Yeah, yeah. And I know what they're talking about, but <laughs> us city snobs like to say you guys. Pretentious. <laughs> Want to talk about the uh, the car gathering, the, the rally that happened in Ancaster, Ontario on the weekend. Uh, hundreds of people gathered in a Hamilton parking lot at night. They're revving their engines, showing off their cars. The Hamilton police are investigating because obviously it was in violation of the province's uh, limits on gatherings with COVID-19 going around. And the Premier of Ontario 
Old Dougie, he was not happy, throwing some serious shade at anyone who attended the Ancaster car rally yesterday. Full disclosure, I, I, I love vintage cars. I love the souped-up cars. I was at a car rally uh, about a month ago delivering uh, funds that we raised with probably close to 1,000 cars going down to sick kids. But, you know, after we put out the guidelines and after we, we set the protocol and we see a second wave, and then all of a sudden we, we hear what's happening. They, they gather, these organizers, and as for the organizers, you know something, guys? I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. If we weren't so backlogged on MRIs, I'd send you to the MRI to get your brain scanned because I just, I don't think there's anything in there. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he is just pulling out the jokes every time he's chastising somebody. He's got like a written zinger yeah. to get them, eh? Full disclosure. I love classic cars. I better get that out there just so you know I'm a little biased on the whole classic car thing. <laughs> Hot rods. American Graffiti, great movie. <laughs> but you, if, if the MRIs weren't so backlogged, I'd recommend you going to get your brain checked. That's a pretty <laughs> good line, Doug Ford. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. He went on to talk more about what he thinks of gatherings like the one on the weekend in Ancaster. You've got to really wonder. But these are, these are people that I connect with. I go to these car shows. I, I connect with them. So Have I mentioned that I love classic cars? But I've seen Every single Fast and Furious in the theaters. I'm just like you guys. <laughs> Love the classic cars. You know, the organizers, by the way, just FYI, um, you know, they're, they're going to look for you. They're going to get you. Had an opportunity to talk to the Hamilton Chief Police, and, and just an FYI, they have 30 days to scan your license plate and go present one of those big, nice, fat checks of $10,000 for you. <laughs> And if that doesn't sink in, you have too much money. But even forget the $10,000. You're putting people's lives in jeopardy. You have 1,000 people. And by the way, Randy, this wasn't a show and shine. So everyone knows what a show and shine is. They get these beautiful cars during the day. Everyone looks at them. This was at nighttime. You can't see the cars. And what they do, and you can go on the internet and see it, they'll block off the highway, and then they start doing drag racing and start doing donuts in the middle of the highway. Like, you got to be kidding me. I'll tell you, if they had brains, it'd be dangerous. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! Oh, snap! <laughs> Bringing them back to the brains. Yeah. We, we posted this story yesterday on our uh, Y108 Facebook page, and some people are mad at us for posting it, Taz. Like, Why? Uh, get What's the, the logic there? Uh, street racers, these publicly announced meets are literally the group of people who are against the takeover scene. The ones that uh, racing meet up in secret. Do you really think we'd be stupid enough to publicly announce a racing meet up spot? Uh, Did you say something about them no, racing? I, just, they, I called them street racers. Uh, street racers, because that's what the article said. Street racers meet up. So I just post it. Street racers yeah. meet up in this thing. And then, you know, people are snapping. Where's all of the hoopla about Ford attending a wedding? He was never wearing a mask at the wedding. So. Yeah, everyone's frustrated. Yeah. I get it. Nick, you are a car enthusiast and you're not really happy about this story. Uh, no, not like for a lot of reasons as well. Cause I mean, I don't think it's right that they went out and did that. Um, I mean, if they were social distancing or trying, that's fine, but I don't think it's right that they organized that. But at the same time, the Hamilton police came out with that statement that said there was multiple street race style vehicles in attendance and, and they were doing burnouts and revving their engines and stuff like that. Um, as far as I heard from people in the group, that wasn't true. It was mainly just a meet to kind of get together and be social cause people have been locked up. And when people like my mom or dad would read that news article from the Hamilton police or that statement, 
they're going to look at it just like the gunman. Even though they don't know anything about the car scene, they're going to look at it and go, oh, my goodness, those kids. And they're just going to lump us all into the same group, right? When you say gunman, you mean, what do you mean by that? What, um, what do you mean, sorry? sorry? You said they're going to look at it like a gunman. So, no, like, like, a, like the gun ban, sorry. Oh, like the gun ban. Okay, so when they I misheard you. No, they said assault-style weapons, right? Yeah. During the gun ban, well, it's the same thing the Hamilton police said with street race-style vehicles. Isn't anything, you know, anything could be any style. Anything with a body kit on it. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Like, it's basically just Honda Civics with loud mufflers and rims on them, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So they're not really street racing vehicles. It's just a bunch of people getting together because they've been locked down. And I think everyone's frustrated, which is understandable. But I also don't think that having 100 people in attendance when you're supposed to be limited to whatever is a good idea either. I just don't think that the way that the statement was worded from the police was very informative or gave the right picture of the event. It doesn't take uh, many bad apples to ruin the bunch. They say one. And and there was some people who weren't behaving very nicely, especially towards the reporter from CHCH. The female reporter was getting yelled at completely inappropriate things. She was getting threats online, which is just ridiculous. And those the people who should be mad are the ones who were there because they're car enthusiasts and they wanted to meet up and and have a respectful uh evening they should be mad at the people who were yelling that stuff at the reporter because we uh, we definitely are supporting her she shouldn't have to be subjected to that just because she's doing her job you're in a public place Mm mm-hmm you know you're not supposed to be there and gathering. Of course the news is going to show up. Of course the police are going to show up. What did you expect? Well, for sure. And I don't, I don't agree with her being berated at all. That's not, that's not correct. No one should have to go to their job and be berated or whatever. Yeah. She's, she's just trying to report on it. But I think my biggest problem with it was just the, the police's statement. They made it out to be a little bit more than it probably was, which I think they're just trying to play on people's fear now and people's emotions, and it really bugs me. Okay. Well, again, we weren't there. I know that people were upset that we even posted the story on the uh, the Taz and Jim and, and Y108 Facebook pages. So, I mean, you guys are just doing your job there, too, so the, well, I, I don't see why people could be upset at you guys for doing your job. You're some, you know, a radio show, a journalist. <laughs> You'd be surprised when people get upset at us over. <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. But I think people think we are the journalists on the ground. Sometimes we're just sharing a story. You know what I mean? Like, sure. we don't know everything. But even if we are the journalists on the ground, it's... It's you're in a public sp- space. You are breaking the rules that have been laid out by the Ontario government, designed to keep people safe. Whether you agree with it or not, you're the one breaking the rules. You can't be angry because the police or the media showed up to report on it. No, for sure. It's just I think they need to report accurately. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's fair. And I don't know about the street racing. I <laughs> I'm naive. I didn't think Fast and Furious was a real thing. Maybe it is. Who knows? It is, in, it is more so in Toronto in that area, yeah, but I don't know how, how true it was in Ancaster there, but okay. well, I guess we'll, well, maybe we'll find out more later, eh? Well, Doug Ford loves classic cars. He loves hearing <laughs> those engines rev as long as it's a show and shine during the mid-afternoon. I wonder if he likes his classic cars as much as his cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres was back on the air yesterday. I know you've been following this story, Jim. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't believe you. You you told me over and over again that you've heard rumors Ellen isn't a nice person. Well, she kind of um, had to admit to the fact, at least, that the workplace behind the scenes at the Ellen DeGeneres show was toxic. 
And she addressed that in her monologue yesterday. Listen to this. As you may have heard, this summer there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. And then there was an investigation. I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. I take that very seriously and I want to say I am so sorry to the people who were affected. I know that I'm in a position of privilege and power and I realize that with that comes responsibility and I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. We have had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes and today we are starting a new chapter. All right, sounds sincere. What do you think? Not at all. She didn't even take any blame. Like, Ellen, you're the jerk. I know there was a lot of people working there, too, that were also jerks, but you are also a jerk. It's not that stuff uh, happened I don't know. Under, I'm, under her I'm watch. I'm on Team Ellen, man. Give me she a didn't, break. She didn't do anything illegal. No, that's fine. That's she fine. didn't do anything I'm illegal. I'm not saying she has to go to jail. She said it's the Ellen DeGeneres show. Her name is Ellen DeGeneres. If there's people who are not performing to her standard, she has a right to be displeased with that. Sure. It should be handled in a professional matter, but I understand that ultimately the people working for her, she's the one who's at the tip of the spear, as they say, and if they don't do a good job, then she's the one who, mm. who gets blamed for it. No, she needs to take some real accountability because she's saying there were allegations of a toxic work environment. No, the allegations are proven. The, they, there was they, an investigation. People got fired because of it. <laughs> She is part of the problem, obviously. She didn't say, I treat people like garbage sometimes. Well, hold on. She did say uh, that she gets frustrated. Listen, this is. Okay. she says she is the person you see on TV. Some people are saying that behind the scenes she turns into this complete monster, but Ellen uh, denied that. There were also articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the Be Kind Lady. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad. I get mad. I, I get anxious. I get frustrated. I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress. And I am especially working on the impatience thing because, and it's not going well, because it's not happening fast enough. I will tell you that. <laughs> I'm totally on team, Ellen. The, the, at least there, she's saying it's part of she's part of the problem. That, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, that. nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's in, in in situations where you're working with as many people as Ellen is working with, there are going to be issues that arise. There is going to be personality conflicts, and there are going to be uh, situations that get mismanaged. Sure, but there's also ep an epidemic of incredibly rich, rude people who yeah. think they can stomp on people. And there were stories that came out not from her staff on the show, but like all of her housekeepers and stuff. She's a hard, tough person to work with. But bottom line, like, you know, it is what it is. I don't think she should lose her show and you can choose to be a fan of hers or not. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm an Ellen fan. <laughs> I guess. I, Team I, Ellen. I, Taz, I you also dance every morning when we start the show, too. Know, you guys are the same person. What am I hiding? <laughs> what am I hiding when I straddle the coffee table at the start of the show every morning? Woo! Yeah. And there's a chorus of ladies clapping you on as you do it. Overcompensating. <laughs> uh, Jim, this will be a slap in the face for you and everyone who lives in rural Ontario. Gucci is now selling pairs of denim overalls for $1,400 U.S. The overalls come with grass stains on them. Oh, my God. Pre-grass stained 
Gucci jeans overalls for $1,400 American. My dad is about to be a millionaire. <laughs> Pat Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, are, are those Pat Kelly's? Uh, are no, those? they're Gucci's. <laughs> Ooh. I, I, you know, I want to blame Gucci. I blame anybody who is going to buy these. Gucci right. can sell whatever they want, but if you're buying them, like, I feel like we should put some COVID in those. <laughs> get get, you, oh, get rid that. of you. We don't need you. That's crazy. Well, they'd have to put fake COVID because it's not even stained with real grass. They're using some sort of dye uh, treatment to make it look like they're permanently grass stained. So there will be a permanent grass stain on your overalls. <laughs> Might as well put an oil blot on there as right. well. How long till uh, till Gucci starts selling coveralls with pre uh, pre squirted Hershey on the back? <laughs> Only on the inside. You know? <laughs> oh, these jeans are seven thousand dollars, but it makes it look like you've pooped yourself. Oh, is that from the new line of Chartours? <laughs> Little Chartour, <laughs> Chartourie. <laughs> How much do you say they cost? These grass stain overalls, the ones with the with the skid marks was that was a joke. They're not yeah, selling yeah. those yet, but we've seen luxury shoes with mud stains yes. on them. You see uh, uh, these big fashion brands putting out clothing clothing with paint stains on them, rips, and now fourteen hundred dollars American for a pair of grass stain overalls <laughs> from Gucci. The amount of money people will pay to make it look like they put in a hard day's work. <laughs> I've been I've been perfecting it my whole life. I could teach you for free how to make it look like you work hard when you're not doing anything at all. Go outside, rub some dirt on you. I got it down to a science. <laughs> this has been bothering me for an hour and a half. What is going on with your forehead? There's something. What is that? There's something. My st- forehead or like on the like side, the back, like the, the side. Right? It's hard to know yeah. when your forehead starts and stops. To I be know. honest, yeah, that's that's the that's the struggle of a bald man. Where do you start and stop shaving? <laughs> it, it is a twinkle, twinkle, little star band-aid, Jim, on my head. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you for bringing attention to it. Is this like a uh, a Nelly fashion statement? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this is the problem when you're a parent. Uh, none of your band-aids are just regular, like, blend-in <laughs> skin color band-aids anymore. <laughs> Yeah, because it definitely doesn't look like a like a skin tone. It's, it's bright purple. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bright purple Band-Aid with glow-in-the-dark stars on it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not exactly uh, a low-key um, dressing for a wound. Hmm. It was that or the Incredibles. Those were my two options in the Band-Aid drawer. I would have went Incredibles. Yeah. Not to judge. <laughs> What'd you do? I was in a rush. I had to go pick up my son from school last Friday. And before I went, because I knew once the kids get home, I don't have any time to myself, I decided to jump in the shower and shave my head quickly. Mm. And I took a swipe with the Mach 3 razor on the side of my head, and I felt it. Yeah, I knew something had happened. And this is gross, but I looked at the razor and I saw skin in the razor. Yikes. <laughs> That's nasty. I almost passed out and then I felt the warm 
coming down the my forehead, like into my eyes. The blood was just pouring out of my head, and uh, I, I seriously almost dropped. I was, it was just so, <laughs> so <laughs> gross. Wow. I, I mean, you almost it died. So much, it was so much blood. I was worried. I'm it like, am like I gonna bleed out psycho? here? Yes, exactly. The blood swirling around the drain. <laughs> So I had to jump out. I had to blot the thing for ten or fifteen minutes, and then I threw on my uh, my band aid and a hat. Mm. Of course, I remembered to wear my hat all day yesterday. You didn't even notice. No, no. And today I forgot. So <laughs> yeah, it's my uh, twinkle twinkle little star band aid. No, no, it's a cool. Look, it's cool. <laughs> it's a timeless song. <laughs> it is the first day of fall. Ooh. Where did it go? It seems like just yesterday that we were all told we're not allowed to leave our houses anymore. <laughs> it's like we missed a season. <laughs> yeah, this past summer was the longest and shortest summer of my life. You? <laughs> yeah, somehow. It's like it seemed to drag on forever, but it didn't really happen somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's nice to move forward here with another season. Now, Jim Kelly, some people may not realize this about you, but you are a multi-multi-world record holder. NBD. Jim likes to set the world record for most jokes told in 30 seconds. He's a quantity over quality guy. Yep. But sometimes, you know, worlds collide and you get both. (laughs) (laughs) Rarely, but I wrote these in the last 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. And these are all original jokes. You've written all of these. Yep. Refuses to use the Google. Doesn't want to cheat like that. So all original jokes as we honor the start of fall here. Let's see how many Jim can cram in in 30 seconds. Jokes about autumn. Uh, What's the previous record that we're trying to smash? I believe seven is currently in the record book. So if you get eight, Mm -hmm. this is another world record under your belt. Are you ready to go? Yes, Taz. Okay, hold on. I need to get the rim shot ready. Ooh, that was close. I've got it. Anytime you want to uh, try and break the world record for most fall jokes, you take it away, Jim Kelly. Why does O.J. Simpson hate Autumn? Why? Because his gloves never fit. What's the worst flavor at Starbucks? I don't know. Blumpkin Spice. How does a Japanese therapist get rid of his leaves? How? Reiki. Hey, did you hear about all the money the landscaper is making? No. He's raking it in. Why do Adam and Eve love raking? Why? Free clothes. What's the best piece of furniture in October? I don't know. An Ottoman. What did the pumpkin with one eye wear? What? A pumpkin patch. What was the maple tree's favorite teen idol? I don't know. Who? Leaf Garrett. Well, who does Freddie Mercury spoon with in September? Who? Fat Autumn Girls. What happened when the pumpkin <laughs> fell on a cow? <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> I, I lost count. I lost count. But the last punchline you got in, mm-hmm. you have to get the full joke for it to count, right? Yep. Was fantastic. It was a dynamite joke. Was it? Who does Freddie Mercury spoon with in the fall? Yeah. Fat Autumn Girls. You know it. Keep warm, baby. <laughs> Fat autumn girls. I liked it. So that was the last one. Count them up. That on was your nine. List. That was nine? Crushed it. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Jim, This that's Word huge. document uh, automatically puts the numbers beside it. So I can't be wrong. Destroyed the world record for most fall jokes told in 30 seconds. Now, what was the last one you are going to do? Something about cows? What happened... When the pumpkin fell on a cow. I don't know. It squashed a beef. (laughs) 
That's good, too. Was that the last one? That was the last one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you didn't even have faith in yourself. You only wrote <laughs> 10 jokes this time around. Well, I had one left. It doesn't really matter. It was just the weakest one. Why do birds fly south in the fall? I don't know. Because people in Florida think COVID is a hoax and don't wear masks. <laughs> I see. That's why I didn't even bother. Yeah, saying, but I had it written down just in case. It was that was like an unfinished joke. <laughs> there was something. There, there. was something there. Yeah, you just, just weren't quite no. there yet. Yeah. There was a couple I missed though. What was the one about clothes? Oh, why do Adam and Eve love raking? Free clothes. So they just wear uh, one leaf over their genitals. Got it. Yeah, not great. Yeah, because you know. their wardrobe, like imagine their closets, it's just a bunch of leaves hanging. Totally. Yeah, it's like, do I feel like an oak <laughs> or a maple today? <laughs> maybe, oh, it's 420, maybe a little pot leaf. Adam, if he wants to be cheeky, he's like, oh, I think I'm going to need the palm tree leaf. <laughs> need something a little longer oh, to cover things up here. It's pretty you. hot out there today. <laughs> Congratulations, Jim. Thank you. You got to be really proud of yourself. (laughs) And welcome to fall, everybody. Hey, today is the first day of fall. Hmm. That's the leaves falling (laughs) off the trees. Imagine they actually made that noise, how annoying (laughs) fall would be. It'd be like a Super Mario level anytime you walk down the sidewalk. Oh, fall. Hey, let's focus uh, on the positive things about this season and not the fact that it signifies the end of summer and the coming of winter, right? Live in the moment. That's that's what they say. YOLO. So what's great about fall, Jim? I like hoodies. Uh-huh. Big fan of hoodies. Right. Mm-hmm. You can get away with shorts and a hoodie. That's a, that's a fun, comfortable uh, outfit to wear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like I could run somewhere, but also I have this extra big pocket for a water bottle in the front of me. <laughs> Hoodies is a good thing. Halloween is just around the corner. I like Halloween, yeah, if it if if it's allowed. Yeah, if it's not illegal this year. Yeah, yeah. Um I like I like being cold at night when I sleep. Yes. That's a big one. We've touched on that. It's it's very comfy when you get mm-hmm. into bed. I like walks. I like mm-hmm. walks in the autumn. Mhm. What about saving on the hydro bill because the AC unit's not running all the time? Back to yeah. the heat thing. That's a positive. Yeah. Um, if you want to sound classy, you can call it autumn. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> autumn. Oh, it's autumn. You mean fall? No, it's autumn to autumn. me. Autumn. Where did the fall come from in the autumn? Because the autumn does sound a lot more high end. Yeah. If you're at a car dealership and one car was called the autumn and the other was called fall, <laughs> you'd probably want to get get yourself into a 2021 autumn. Yeah, I think I I've never asked myself that question. Why is it called fall? I assume because the leaves. I don't know why. Like, yeah, yeah, that's falling leaves. That's simple. Yeah. Oh, there's the Billy Talent song. That wouldn't exist if it wasn't for autumn. True, true. Fallen leaves, fallen leaves all around. <laughs> we'll have to play that one this morning. You got the pumpkin spice. If you're a fan of the pumpkin spice. Take it or leave it, to be yeah, honest. But if you are, you're living your best life right now. <laughs> Just be careful when you go to Starbucks and you get your pumpkin spice latte. There's a man 
in California who is suing Starbucks, claiming that uh, scalding tea disfigured his genitals. Oh, no. I think you're drinking tea wrong. <laughs> I don't like that combination of words. Disfigured and genitals. A uh, 22-year-old pulled up to a Starbucks drive through ordered two grande honey citrus mint teas. And he admitted it to the press. <laughs> <laughs> Just a black coffee. That's uh, all it was. Two black coffees. Two black coffees. A honey citrus mint tea reached uh, the as it was being passed to him. One cup lid became dislodged, and the uh, hot tea spilled all over his hand during the transfer. Cup overturned right into his lap. Oh man! Stomach, pelvic area. Unable, unable to open his door and escape because the vehicle was too close to the drive-through window. Oh! So he's stuck in the car, uh, stripped off his sweatpants, oh, sweat burns pants. all over his lower abdomen, thighs, penis, scrotum, oh god, and buttocks. That By the time t- he arrived at the hospital, to that thing, the sweatpants too. The denim is a little more sturdy, I feel, uh-huh. and sometimes it can pool on top of it. But the the yeah, the it doesn't soak pants, in as yeah. immediately as the sweatpants. Oh, and the tea too, way way worse than coffee. Gets way hotter. He, I bet his I bet his groin smelt pleasant though, with all that honey citrus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're trying to focus on the positive true, of situations true. right now. Uh huh. It is fall, and hopefully that doesn't mean you're going to get a hot hot pumpkin spice latte to your scrotum today. <laughs> well, uh, keep an eye on that. This is like the McDonald's one a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the reason it says caution hot on all McDonald's coffees now because of that lawsuit where somebody burnt themselves. Now on the Starbucks cups, it's going to say, don't wear sweatpants and drink tea. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, And we'll keep talking.